Welcome to the Dag Heward Mills podcast. Dag Heward Mills is a healing evangelist, a best-selling author, and a mega church pastor. He's the founder of the United Denominations originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches, overseeing over 3,000 churches across every continent of the world. He pastors the First Love Church, a vibrant church in the city of Accra, transforming the lives of thousands of young people for the Lord. Now listen to Dag Heward Mills. Hallelujah. Let us pray. Ask God to give you the Holy Spirit tonight. Ask God to fill you with the Holy Spirit so that you can hear His voice, hear His word. Thank you, Jesus, for your blessing today. Thank you, Lord, for your help in everything that we do. We love you, Jesus. We thank you, Lord. We bless your holy name. In the name of Jesus, amen. You may be seated and turn with me to Acts chapter 1. Right, I want to share with you about the presence of the Holy Spirit. All right. How many want the presence of the Holy Spirit? Right. Now, the Holy Spirit is God, and therefore, to define God is going to be very difficult. And also, to define God is going to be very difficult. And then also, to um, say that God, I mean, to say that God, we can do these three things and then God will come. And that God is like, is like a, a, a horse or, or a dog, which always says, whoa, 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 three times. It's not going to be possible. So I think that um, this is why we have often been, um, unfortunately, deprived of the Holy Spirit because we think that the Holy Spirit is a kind of power that, you know, you can switch on, direct it into heat, direct it into light, make it this, make it do this, make it do that, say three words, and then God will rush into somebody and say four words, and then God will just move by your hand. Take it, two, four, this, that. I think that it's quite difficult for us to understand who we are dealing with. And so, what I'm going to share with you, if we get the chance to continue next week as well, is a sort of series of vague um, ideas that may help you to become nearer to the Holy Spirit and nearer to God. Amen. Amen. So, sometimes when you don't know what to do, you got to look at vague things. Like for instance, if somebody is very successful and the person has three services on a Sunday, but you have one service, and you don't read anywhere to have three services, how to have, there's not in the Bible. Sometimes what you should do is just do what the person is doing. Let's also have three services. We don't know why they have three services. And then it may lead you to the real blessing that you are looking for. How many understand what I'm talking about? So sometimes 
you, you should allow God to bless you, okay, with, uh, what do you call it? With information that is not necessarily do number one, do number two, do number three, do number four, then everything will be okay. Sometimes it's not like that. But sometimes just having a vague idea that this person who has what I want does this. Uh-huh. Then perhaps following that, you get it. You may find something that you never had before. Are you understanding what I'm saying? Yes. So those who are very humble and very teachable are able to relate with these kind of things. And so what I'm going to teach about the Holy Spirit, you are not going to hear, you know, number one, do this. Number two, to receive the Holy Spirit, three, four, five. But rather, just watch the Holy Spirit and watch out and see if there's anything you can copy. Perhaps you may find yourself walking in the Holy Spirit's presence like they seem to walk in the days of the book of Acts. Okay? So the first verse we want to read is, uh, we're going to look at the Holy Spirit in Acts chapter 1. It says, you will receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you and you shall be my witnesses both in Jerusalem, in Judea, in Samaria and to the remotest parts of the earth. Okay? So, if the Holy Spirit is on you, okay, you will be witnessing. That's the first thing. You, you witness. So, Christians that are anointed with the Holy Spirit, one of the things you notice about them is that they witness. And the lack of witnessing is a sign of the lack of the presence of the Holy Spirit on your life. Yeah. You witness. You, you, you preach to people about Christ. You witness to them about the Lord. You tell people about Jesus. You reach out. You speak to people. It's a sign of the presence of the Holy Spirit on your life. May you be anointed. You see, when, say, oh, when, when you are anointed, your hand shakes, your right hand shakes. Or when you are anointed, you tremble. Or when you are anointed, you cry. Or when you are anointed, you fall. We know all this. It's also true. But I'm reading something to you here. When the Holy Spirit comes, you will be witnesses. You may not shake, but you witness. So it's a sign. And I can say for sure that people who don't witness, they are devoid of the Spirit. Turn with me to Jude. Now my message is very short because you are all tired today. I know you say preach, but you... (laughs) Jude, are you there? Verse um, 18. Right. That they were saying to you in the last is there will be mockers following after an old ungodly last. All right. Verse 19. These are the ones... Who cause divisions? Okay? Worldly minded and devoid 
of the Spirit. What does King James say? Having not the Spirit. All right. So people who are devoid of the anointing of the Holy Spirit, they lack witnessing. <laughs> yes, it's very simple Bible teaching. Yeah. Very simple. So a normal Christian who doesn't witness lacks the Holy Spirit. When you meet unbelievers, and you don't witness to them as part of your daily life. You are not a witness. You lack the Holy Spirit. Because you shall receive power after the Holy Spirit. And you shall be my witnesses. Or you shall witness. It's as simple as ABC. You may be a shepherd, but you don't have the Holy Spirit. In fact, come to think of when somebody is really filled with the Holy Spirit, he witnesses. A, a church that does not do altar calls to bring people to Christ, usually the Holy Spirit has left the church. Devoid of the Holy Spirit. Think about it. I used to go to church every Sunday. They never did an altar call. Never invited me to Christ. Because the Holy Spirit had departed from that church. There are many churches without the Holy Spirit. It's true. I was not invited to Christ. I was never preached to that ever cut my heart with conviction. Never. It was called a church. I was never told, if you, if you give your life to God, repent now. Come to God now. There was no Holy Spirit. There were diplomats in the church. There were ambassadors in the church. It was the church of the elite, but it was without the Holy Spirit. Then I went to church in action, and the Holy Spirit was there. They were not educated. They were not in a church building. They were in somebody's house, and they had formed canopies, but the Holy Spirit was there. And they were full of the Spirit, and they were always inviting people to be born again. And to give their life to Jesus. And when Bishop Nick will preach. And he wave his hand. You come forward. You will. Because he will speak to you. And he will say. I was a pussycat. I was a gondola. And, and that you may know that God rules in the affairs of men. Come now. You come. You come. Because the Holy Spirit was there. He said. What is it that I have? I don't have. I have seen all. If is it name? Is it background? My father was an ambassador. Is it the name? Duncan Williams. Is it this? Is it that? I have it. Come today. And they were coming. The Holy Spirit was in the church. Ah, you will come. Then also, when another spirit comes into the church, they don't do altar calls. And it's happening more and more in charismatic churches. I went to preach in a church not so long ago, one of the big churches in Ghana. And the overseer of the church told me after, you are the first, I was preaching the last day, you are the first person of these 
great guys who have been who has done an altar call. Yeah. It's a sign of the Holy Spirit going out of the church. Now, what spirit is replacing that worldly spirit, spirit of the world? The spirit of the world, money, riches, whatever. those are the things that are respected in the church. When I preach in a certain way, I'm seen as exuberant, youthful, and extremist. I'm extremist in a church, when I read about Jesus, when he said, God so loved the world that he gave his only son, that whosoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. I'm an extremist. You must be joking. You are a backsliding church backsliding pastor and you are devoid of the Holy Ghost. That is why your church goes on without utter calls. But there is, there is utter call for money. Utter call for 100,000. Utter call for 2 million. Utter call for those who are receiving a touch of God to plant a seed of 2 million tonight. <laughs> okay? Okay, are you there? This verse applies to individuals. It applies to pastors. It applies to churches. If you have the Holy Spirit, witness. Have the Holy Spirit. Do altar calls. You bring people to Christ. Get them saved. Have the Holy Spirit. You have crusades. Not just conventions. It's a backsliding church which just has conventions. But has no crusades. The current church has lost the Holy Spirit. That's why we just have conventions. And people come to raise money, give blessings, lay hands on people, take it one, take it two, take it three. It's backsliding. That has led to that. We, we lack the Holy Spirit. So as a corporate church, we are not into bringing people to the Lord. It's a sign of the absence of the Holy Spirit. We have lost it. Yes. That is why a bank will have the audacity to invite me to come and speak in the bank because they see us as money people and we are happy not to preach the gospel and when i was invited and i also accepted the invitation when i went i would say amen amen it was like i was out of place <laughs> yeah now you will receive power when the holy spirit has come upon you. You shall be my witnesses in Jerusalem, in Judea, in Samaria, and to the uttermost parts of the earth. A sign of the presence of the Holy Spirit on an individual or on a whole ministry is the presence of the ministry in Jerusalem, in Judea, in Samaria, and the uttermost parts of the earth. I was lying down in the bed in Elmina when the Holy Spirit spoke to me and said, send missionaries to Ghana. To Ghana. To the towns in Ghana. Don't just send them to Tanzania and Uganda and other places. But Ghana. The towns in Ghana and the villages in Ghana. So that I went to preach in Suhum this morning. We had a large congregation. It was powerful. Members from Nankese and where? Okrasi, other octopus churches we have with the chief of Okrasi was also in the church. 
And the Holy Spirit was there and a lot of people were saved also. Hallelujah. So it's not just in Jerusalem. So your absence in Judea and your absence in Samaria. One pastor said, I don't go to such places. I said, hey, watch out, brother. You don't go to such places. A true ministry that is fully anointed with the Holy Spirit is in Judea, it's in Jerusalem, it's in Samaria. I didn't say it. We are reading it. Okay. Tell somebody I've received enough for the whole night. All right. Let's go to the Holy Spirit in Acts chapter 2. Now, and when the day of Pentecost had come, they were all together. And there came a sound from heaven, a voice like a violent rushing wind. It filled the whole house where they were sitting. And there appeared unto them tongues as of fire distributing among themselves and they rested each one of them and they were all filled with the holy spirit and began to speak with tongues as the spirit gave them utterance one of the signs of the presence of the holy spirit on Dr. Ogo is speaking in tongues. A lot of speaking in tongues. When you see somebody, usually the presence of the Holy Spirit is with the person. And one of the signs of the absence of the Holy Spirit, somebody doesn't speak in tongues. Just. Cracking jokes. Telling funny stories. But a person who is filled with the Holy Spirit, one of the signs. Of a person filled with the Holy Spirit. That's a sign that the person is at the presence of the Holy Spirit. It's a sign. Yeah. So you want to see the brothers who are filled with the spirit? Just look at them. I mean the presence. Oko, I'm talking about the presence of the Holy Ghost. <laughs> That's that's somebody who is filled with the Holy Ghost. I said that's somebody who is filled with the Holy Ghost. Yeah, yeah. Those of you who stop speaking in tongues. I mean, we, we speak in tongues to the place where when you are sleeping, you are still praying in tongues. You, you think you are now above speaking in tongues. You are higher than speaking in tongues. You are more mature than speaking in tongues. You are more established than speaking in tongues. Your face like a monkey. You have backslidden. Mandolo Epamaya. Wow. 
We speak in tongues with punctuation. Full stop and comma and exclamation mark. Exclamation marks. We have long distance speaking in tongues. They are all signs of a person who is filled with the spirit. It's filled. It's full. It's full of the spirit. Full of the spirit. Pastors, are you full of the spirit? Let it let it flow. Look, it's a stammering tongue. I said it's a stammering tongue. It's a stammering tongue. It's a sign of people that are when you see them, you know. You are failed. You are going for exam. You are driving your car. You are going to pray. You are going to preach. You are bathing. You are bathing. You are ironing your clothes. In the Lomo, in the Lomo, in the Lomo, in love. It's a precious sign that the person is, I mean, the presence of the Holy Spirit is all over the person. Oh, you dry people who have been devoid of the Spirit, you thought you were mature, but you don't know that you are backslidden. Hmm. When you have spirit filled friends and you are in the same car, you speak in tongues to each other. You say, Then you give an interpretation. In First Corinthians, in First Corinthians, it's because the people these days are not filled with the spirit. They are not filled. Yeah. So when you start, you look extreme. Yeah. Bible says, when you come together, every one of you has a tongue, has an interpretation. So when we come together, we are supposed to have a tongue, an interpretation, a sound, something to say, not news about what is in Chronicle. So when I meet you, I say, Blessed be the name of the Lord. For he loveth his servants who call upon him. Every- oh, he said, Wonderful God who deserves to be served all the time. You, you meet friends, and, and every one of you has a tongue, has an interpretation. Has a sound, has a doctrine. What else are you supposed to have? You're not supposed to have TV3 news. We're supposed to have a sound, a, ta- a sound, a tongue, an interpretation. We are, this is what we are supposed to have. When you come, said, and when you come together, every one of you has a sound, has a tongue. You talk, even when you are committing love. You should speak. When. You should speak it When you are giving birth and you are in pain, and you are in pain, shabaya, shabaya, 
Elgar, Michael Malusa Parae. When the dentist, when the dentist is pulling out your tooth, you must shout in Mumbaya. Then she will ask you, What are you saying? What are you saying? He said, Ipal Haluma Kalhadoria. I'm saying, Glory be to God who has delivered me from all evils. When they press you with them, they say, Iman Sonolimara. I said, hey, What are you saying? Say, are you cursing me? He said, No, I'm not cursing you. I'm blessing the Lord. They give you that Iman of They give you another Because you are full of the Holy Ghost. The Bible says, And they were all filled with God. And they began, they began to speak with tongues. You sit there in your dryness. You are devoid of the spirit. Having not the spirit. Sit down. Mm. And when this sound occurred, the crowd came together and were bewildered. They were amazed. Because each one of them was hearing them speak in his own language. There are times I've spoken in tongues. People have told me, this is this language. This is Norwegian. This is from Congo. And people who know languages, they have heard. Yes, because if you keep speaking in tongues, you don't speak much in tongues. Because you don't speak much, your tongues are not developed. When a prayerful person speaks in tongues, you realize... Me, I know t- when I hear people speaking in tongues, I can hear whether the person is prayerful. If you speak in tongues, I know whether you are prayerful. You see, because the Bible says, out of your belly shall flow rivers. But when a river begins, it's very small. Recently, I was in Uganda, and they pointed to a place, they said, this is where the river Nile begins. In Uganda. A small stream. This is the beginning of the river now but at the end of the river now even you will be afraid to be at the place where the river is meeting with the sea you shouldn't be in that area but what can happen to you as the turbulence the fresh water and the sea water meets and the currents you better not be found in that area and the river will be watering the land giving water fertilizing because the river is developed. But many of us, since we receive the Holy Spirit, it, it, the river doesn't flow. It, 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 you, you, you see, one day I met a brother. I said, why don't you speak it? I said, I use tongues for moments of ecstasy. This is what he said. He said, when I get to a moment of ecstasy, then I saw him. He said, Lord, I thank you. Lord, I praise you. Lord, I thank you. Oh, God. I would say, Lord, I thank you. He said, oh, God. Thank you for your power. Thank you for your grace. Thank you for anointing. I'm a No, this is not how we use tongue. It's a river. Mahanal mama odo papa seberi. And some of you, it worries you when the tongue is like ma 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 ba ba ba. It's a stammering tongue. When a stammerer is saying ma 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 ma
<laughs> it's a stammering tongue. He said, with a stammering tongue, will I speak to these people? You are shy of the tongues. Tan bespelidos. Tan an an manadas. Terumus Watch those, just watch people's mouths. From today, when you go, just watch their mouth. Is there anyone here filled with the Spirit? Just watch them closely. Even as I'm, as I'm preaching, I sh- I, your mouth should have been moving. It's like the Holy Spirit, you are full of the Holy So as you are receiving the word, you are even speaking. When I was having oral I used to pray. I was praying as they were examining. You must know how to speak in tongues without opening your mouth. Pardon? You said what? Okay. You must know how to do it. You are not filled with the spirit. You are filled with news. Chatting. Talking. It's true. Look, Jesus said something. He said, in false prophets will come in sheep's clothing. And so at the end, you shall know them by their fruits. Because those who say they are sheep, they all look like sheep. Wolves in sheep clothing. They all look like sheep, but one eats blood, one eats grass. <laughs> you are wearing sheep clothing and you are moving. You eat blood and meat and I eat grass. Meanwhile, we are supposed to be sheep. We are not the same. So when you see the church, say that there are differences. Some are failed. Some are not even born again. Some are anointed. All through my life, I've been looking for people who are spiritual and who don't just pretend to be spiritual when they see you, but who are really spiritual, who like God, like spiritual things, like to pray, like to thank God, like to speak in tongues. You are still ashamed of your tongues. How can it develop? When you hear somebody speak, you can see this one doesn't pray. When you say, hey, hey, Forgive. <laughs> wow. You, ha- you have enough signs of the presence. You have enough. May God anoint you with the Holy Ghost. And I think it's enough for the day. But let's just read verse 14. It says, And Peter, taking his stand with the eleven, raised his voice and declared to the men of Judea, and all of you who live in Jerusalem, let this be known. For these men are not drunk, as you suppose. 
it is only the third hour of the day. If you are filled with the Holy Spirit, you look strange. A drunk person looks a bit strange. Those of you who have been drunk before, it was, it was a message from God. God allowed you to be drunk so that you know the meaning of being filled with the Spirit more than anybody else. I have not been drunk before. So, so, <laughs> so, so I, I, I can only theorize. But what I can imagine is that things don't look the same to you. You, you, you look different. You see things different. When you are filled with the Spirit and you, and you see me, you didn't see me the way others see me. Yes. You see, you see it differently. You see everything differently. You see the church differently. You see me differently. You see the anointing differently. Because you are, you are, you are, you are filled with the Spirit. There are people that are filled with the Spirit when they step in the church, they, they sense it. You hear the beauty. You hear things different. You hear, and you tell them, uh, a big omnibus. <laughs> Wait, I'm coming. It's like you hear things differently. You hear music differently. That is when you are filled with the Spirit, you can't stand unbeliever music. Many of the musicians are not filled with the Spirit. That is why they, they hear secular music and Christian music as one and the same thing. They are not filled with the Spirit. And when they hear unanointed singers, worldly singers with the Spirit of the world, it's the same to them. All Christian music is the same. But it's not the same. It's like preaching is not the same. There's preaching that will get you saved. And there's preaching that will never change your life. But when you're anointed, you are drunk. You hear different. You see different. You walk different. You just live differently. Because you are filled with the Spirit. Wow. And it shall be in the last days that I will pour forth of my spirit and your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. May you be among the prophets that prophesy. Stand to your feet, everybody. If God gives us grace, we shall continue with the Holy Spirit. How many want the Holy Spirit? Begin to speak in tongues right now. Candolo mo shandele bere. Faloran belesido lo romandele meridele vecindele venerele vedele vele. Olandele miriki loro molandele le velele mesundulo marashandale venere. Candele mirolo bora catale de vele de vendo de doshi de vendere. Vendele denvele dendo de dumbo de nende de lende de vendere de vene dende de vene dende. Fera mananda la dura la mananda. Fera malanda la dura la mananda. Fera malanda la dura la mananda. Fera la manda la dura la mananda. Fera malanda la dura la mananda. Fera malanda la madura la mananda. Fera malanda la madura la mananda. Fera malanda la madura la mananda. 
Listen, it's not easy to know when the Holy Spirit has come. But I'll tell you something. If when the Holy Spirit comes on people, this is what they do, then do that thing. This is all I'm trying to say. It's not easy to... I feel the Holy Spirit, so I have to speak in tongues. No. Remember that people who have the Holy Spirit, these are the things they do. So try to be doing those things a lot. And you are going to find that instead of being in church and listening to a sermon and falling asleep, you rather because you are failed. Play tongues games. Do you know what are tongues games? Do you know what are games of tongues? Who can speak in tongues longer? Who can speak in tongues for three hours? I tried to speak in tongues for seven hours. Speak in tongues for one hour. Speak in tongues every day. Speak in tongues when you are driving. Everything that can be done with tongues, try to combine. Because when you speak in tongues, your mind is not working. The Bible says that when you speak in tongues, your mind is unfruitful. Try everything that can be tried with tongues. Praying in tongues when there's preaching. Praying in tongues when there's tapes are playing. Praying in tongues. Because that's what, when the Holy Spirit is on people, this is what happens. Look, the things I'm going to tell you, there are, there are so many that you will never get one thing. Say that when you receive the Holy Spirit, this is the one thing. God, it's not a formula. And it is not only tongues. It's many things. Lift your hand and receive the Holy Spirit. Mando sombrele. Kerese prokata sashal baridese. Oh God, oh God, oh God, oh God. Thank you, Jesus, for your love. Malondo sombrele mi keparili do sombre remeni sambalane. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for your great blessing over our lives. We love you. We honor you. How many of you put down your hands? How many of you are not filled with the Spirit? You, don't, you are not yet speaking in tongues. Raise up your hand. Let me see. You have not been baptized with the Spirit. You don't yet speak in tongues. Oh, all of you are. Just one or two people here. Anybody else? All right. After church, Pastor Ko and Pastor Fabian, raise your hand. Come straight there. We are going to pray for you. Are you born again? You are not sure about that? You are not sure whether you are born again? Okay. Right. Is there anybody here you are not born again? 
When I say born again, you are not sure what it means. Also, raise your hand. Let me see. It's very important. One. Anybody else? Okay. Come, let me pray with you to be born again. God bless you. Lift up your hands and say this prayer to God from your heart. Say, Lord Jesus, please forgive me for my sins. From today, I give my heart. I give my life. I give my everything to Jesus Christ. Please cleanse me in the blood of Jesus. From today, I belong to God. I belong to Jesus. I will serve God and I'll serve Jesus. Heavenly Father, please write my name in the book of life. Thank you, Lord, for your blessing. Thank you, Lord, for saving me. In Jesus' name, amen. Father, thank you for this wonderful... Lay hands on your head right now. Father, we want to be filled with the Spirit. We want to be witnesses. We want to be witnesses. Anoint us. Touch us. And fill us. In Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you for listening to this message. Visit www.daghewardmills.org today for more audio and video messages, information on upcoming events, and so much more. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast to receive new messages every single day. And remember, God has not given you the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind.